0: Hi guys, this is Nikki and you're listening to Faces Trader here in my Spotify channel. For those who are new here, let me just share to you that I also have a YouTube channel called Nikki Use Awesome 10x. Just search for it on YouTube. It's called Awesome 10x. A-W-E-S-O-M-E 10x because I discuss 10x ideas. Now, in today's podcast, uh, I want to share actually a video poem by tom fullery called the great realization if you haven't heard or watched his video you can check it out it's actually very good i'm gonna read to you uh, a few lines of the poem because i really really liked it um tom fullery actually started his um youtube career just a few weeks ago um during the covid um march 22 he launched his youtube platform and about five weeks later he uploaded his fourth video in verse, the great realization it turned a little known 26 year old poet into a beloved storyteller to millions simple poems for complicated times is how this humble poet describes his work Based in London, Tom started a film production company with his friends from college, and they began to share his poetry after scripting a film about a a poet with a gift of the gab. The themes speak too much uh, to our minds these days, always threading in positivity. This won't be an apocalypse. We are survivors by nature, he says on the first YouTube spoken word poem in March, The Strangest of Times." The night my street started clapping remembers the day that over 4 million volunteers signed up for the UK's National Health Service. Tom's parents and sister work in hospitals. Donald's report was posted about a bout of homeschooling, but it brings to mind a famous Donald who does his homework in tweets. A video on the tussle between optimism and pessimism is up next. Uh, In this uh, video on the great realization, which really became viral, Um, people asked him what inspired the great realization. And he said that he had a feeling that a lot of the information that we have been consuming was making more people feel incredibly anxious and strange. So he decided he would attempt to feel more positive by looking for an optimistic angle to this dark situation. So let me read to you this poem because I think that everyone has to hear it. Tell me about that virus again, then I will go to bed but my boy you're growing weary sleepy thoughts about your head that one that one's my favorite please i promise just once more okay snuggle down my boy but i know you all too well this story starts before then in a world i once would dwell it was a world of waste and wonder of poverty and plenty back before we understood why hindsight's 2020. you see the people came up with companies to trade across all lands But they swelled and got much bigger than we ever could have planned. We always had our wants, but now it got so quick. You could have anything you dreamed of in a day and with a click. We noticed families had stopped talking. That's not to say they never spoke. But the meaning must have melted and the work-life balance broke. And the children's eyes grew squarer and every toddler had a phone. They filtered out the imperfections, but amidst the noise they felt alone, and every day the skies grew thicker till you couldn't see the stars. And so we flew in planes to find them, while down below we filled our cars. We drove around all day in circles we'd forgotten how to run. We swooped the grass for tarmac, shrank the parks till there were none. We filled the sea with plastic because our waste was never capped until each day you went fishing, You'd pull them out already wrapped. And while we drank and smoked and gambled, our leaders taught us why. It's best to not upset the lobbies. It's more convenient to die. But then in 2020, a new virus came our way. The government reacted and told us all to hide away. But while we were all hidden amidst the fear and all the while, the people dusted off their instincts. They remembered how to smile. They started clapping to say thank you and calling up their mums. And while the car keys gathered dust, they would look forward to their runs. And with the skies less full of voyagers, the earth began to breathe. The beaches bore new wildlife that scuttled off into the seas. Some people started dancing, some were singing, some were baking. We'd grown so used to bad news, but some good news was in the making. And so when we found the cure and were allowed to go outside, we all preferred the world we found to the one we had left behind. Old habits became extinct and they made way for the new, and every simple act of kindness was now given its due. But why did it take us so long to bring the people back together? Well, sometimes you've got to get sick, my boy, before you start feeling better. Now lie down and dream of tomorrow and all the things that we can do. And who knows, if your dream is hard enough, maybe some of them will come true. We now call it the great realization. And yes, since then, there have been many. But that's the story of how it started and why Hindsight's 2020. I hope you liked the poem. I really, really liked it the first time I watched it and heard it and it actually told me that, you know, if you share content that's good, and people would share it, it doesn't matter if you started a decade ago or just a month ago. The Great Realization by Tom Fullery made his message to the world something everyone in the planet can relate to, even if they only have three minutes, that's all there is, to change someone's life, to make them happy, or even cry at the same time. So, Actually, in today's podcast, I've never um, had a lengthy podcast, but I'd like to share to you a few things on my mind. Uh, In the Philippines, around 600,000 overseas Filipino workers have already lost their jobs. And Philippines economy relies so much on these OFWs, overseas Filipino workers, that, you know, um, sometimes I think, well, what could these people who lost their jobs do? And one of the things that I think that a lot of people, a lot of Filipinos could do is actually learn how to make money on YouTube. So um, there's actually already a lot of Filipinos, whether it be housewives or even like um, there's this, um, there's these YouTube streamers who actually share like even if they only have 50,000 subscribers, they can get about 30,000 pesos a month. Now you might think that Wow. Um. How long will it take for me to hit fifty thousand subscribers? Will it take me a year, two years? But to me, um, I would rather um that more Filipinos who are depressed to actually think of ways. Cause um, actually, I realized that um, one time there was a teacher um in the Bocina Sea Legs when I was twenty. uh things I knew. I wish I knew when I was twenty. She actually asked her, uh, her class, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it was an elementary class or a high school class, but she actually told her class to actually think what they could do to make as much money with just $5. Now you might think, what's gonna be happening with just $5? Do you know what happened in the class? The best, uh, the best team in the class managed to make $600. And the reality is, The class that won $600 never used a $5 bill at all. The teacher gave them $5, but they said that, ma'am, we never needed a $5. All we needed to do was create and imagine what we could do to help other people. This winning team eventually saw that there were so many people waiting online in a very important restaurant and because uh, a lot of people was wanting to go into that restaurant of course this was pre covid time so that team eventually lined up and uh, they would reserve they essentially had a reservation um a reservation type of business so um if you would want to pay for a dollar or two dollars they'd reserve your spot. And so eventually, some people would spend at least $10 just so that they could dine in that fine dining restaurant. And they did this to all the massively long lines in their vicinity. And lo and behold, they got $600. The other team actually, uh, I think, mowed lawns. Some people sold lemonade. But the point here is that um, I'm happy to share to you that the winning team um, had an entrepreneurial mindset. They said to themselves that the reality is they were not limited by the five dollar cost. The five dollar bill that their that their uh, teacher gave them was not gonna be able to buy anything much. So what they what they realized is, hey, we've got this entire network of uh, time. We've got time. We've got resources. We've got um ability to wait in lines. And so that's what they did. They traded their time. And people paid money for them so that they could wait in line, and they got paid for it. Now, the question here is, what is it that you could do with your time? I remember that one time I also said that, do you know that you have already been living a billion seconds? You actually have a billion if you're already 32 years old and above. You already had a billion seconds, and maybe you you have another billion seconds to spend for the rest of your life. Let's say you live until 64, or let's say you have 2 billion seconds, you can live until 96. So it doesn't matter um, if you think that you don't have money today. As long as you're breathing, you're still living, you actually have a billion seconds, and what do you want to do to those 1 billion seconds that you have? You want to spend your next 10 million seconds uh, trying to do something that you really, really love. Now, I'd like to share that um, this thing about you doing something you really, really, really love is called the passion economy. The passion economy started because of the likes of YouTube. Um, There is a company that allowed people, content creators, to actually make money having people watch them online. This is what's happening with all streaming platforms. May it be Twitch of Amazon, may it be Huya or Doyu or Bilibili, which are all owned by Tencent. I think Tencent owns Huya and Doyu. I'm not quite sure if Tencent owns Bilibili. But the point here is that despite all the devastation happening in our world, it's very important for you to know that there is still something to think about. What can we do in a COVID world to adapt, to make money online? Is there something that we could do? As most people have observed, a lot of people started baking. A lot of people started cooking. Now, let's say that we are just people who know something about a subject. Let's say we know a lot about gaming or we know how to cook. You can actually have your own cooking show i've seen a lot of filipinos have their cooking shows i actually subscribe to murang ulam channel i also subscribe to motorcycle world by jeepney doctor i actually subscribe to like a gaming filipino streamer called shingen tista you know um shinzen takedo or shingen takedo something like that um so i mean the point here is that of course um people are saying that what if i don't have a degree there's actually another way for you to have your degree there are free trials right now where you can study courses that or that are able to have you uh for the future something like um there's actually this website that i shared to our group like in uh in our inner circle class pic, we discussed a uh, plural site but i'll share to you a few things about plural site I said that Pluralsight is the Netflix of um, high-tech education because inside Pluralsight.com, it's not your ordinary online technology um, education website. The realization is that um, it's an American publicly held online education company that offers video training courses for software developers, IT administrators, and creative professionals, and the beauty about this is that in technology, what you've learned 10 years ago may not be um, as relevant today because of how fast technology uh, moves. So let's say that you studied 50,000 pesos course of uh, computer science in Salle or Ateneo, 50,000 pesos is a thousand dollars. Do you know that you could get the best of the best teachers online for just $500 a year? And now you can even try it for free upscale has um upskilling your tech teams from anywhere technologies need the latest skills to do their jobs effectively and tech leaders need that visibility into how their teams could work to put the right people on the right projects do you ever want to work for microsoft or google or apple and think that just because you didn't uh graduate from stanford or mit that you barely have any chance so i'm telling you that um in this world and age I think that one of the ways that Filipinos should actually think, let's say you as a parent, let's say you have a child. You have a child and um, they're planning to study computer science. I think one of the ways that you could actually help them is that they could skill up. They could uh, become better uh, better equipped with knowledge on artificial intelligence, cybersecurity. There's a lot of courses online. Uh, they could study Python. Uh, Python language is the most uh, popular language right now, and it's one of the most popular stuff being learned. Of course, JavaScript, uh, Java, C++, mobile development, if they want to learn about making games. They could learn uh, big data. They could study Tableau software, Oracle software. They could study and get security certifications on cybersecurity and information, the point here is that um, today when somebody wants to study cloud computing or machine learning or it ops or software development i truly believe that um, these technology companies are already uh, there to serve uh, anyone across the world you have remote work uh, and a lot of technology companies have embraced this Even if you're in the Philippines, it doesn't matter where you are. As long as you can be connected and they can see you and they can work with you, you might actually get hired. So, I mean, um, it's very important that you know that talent today is really um, a prized asset. As long as you have your brain, as long as you have your fans, as long as people love you, your customers love you, whether your customers are your fans on youtube watching you play your game or play a guitar you know how many filipinos can sing very well you can understand that entertainers online can do it globally just recently there was a 2 a.m concert uh by coldplay shakira um I, i i was sharing it and then um it's all being streamed live via roku And actually, what what made my heart flutter there is that, you know, we own Roku. Roku is, um, of course, uh, a platform agnostic uh, streaming platform. Uh, You can watch your Netflix, you can watch your Hulu TV, you can watch your Disney Plus. You can have thousands of channels and watch it online. And um, because of over-the-top advertising... You can actually watch it for free if you don't want to pay for the subscription. Um, of course, the, there are walled channels. Of course, Disney Plus and uh, Netflix has a walled channel. But there are channels that allow you to watch them for free as long as they have an OTT advertising, similar to how YouTube, Google does it, how they make money. Now, Digital advertising, of course, your giants are Google and facebook and um as long as you are able to um watch your stuff freely um you no know, they will allow you to watch uh movies and animes for free as long as there 's like a five or fifteen second uh advertisement and I think it 's nothing um nothing much like give them fifteen seconds and you watch a movie for free so um I truly love how um, how the streaming world is right now and how you can actually make money from it whether you own the platform or you're a content creator yourself. So uh, with Facebook, I'll be very honest, um, it's very rare to get a 30% drop on Facebook. Uh, I remember that recently, of course this week, Facebook is actually getting a lot of heat from a lot of advertisers boycotting their ads on Facebook because of um, Facebook's stance of uh, not controlling much, not being an arbiter of truth, whether it be politics, whether it be Black Lives Matters or racist comments or um, violent protests and so forth. To be honest, I still think that Zuckerberg um, is just being rational because... Um, as a businessman he may not want to offend both sides of the party he doesn't uh I'm not sure if that is right because um as a business um I think as a business he's just trying to keep the peace but definitely um it's correct too for Ben & Jerry's to take a stand to actually do a boycott of Facebook for uh, for not supporting Black Lives Matters So um the way I see it is that here You've got Facebook, uh, which, which you could actually get for about, well, it's, I'm still going to wait at $180. It closed at about 212 last Friday. Um, I like this company, uh, $600 billion market cap. So I love it because I see Facebook becoming a trillion dollar company precisely because uh, of course it already owns one and a half billion people on Facebook another billion on whatsapp another billion on ig you've got secular trends on payments on e-commerce with their partnership with geo and shopify and they have as well that digital advertising um recurring revenues which even if you cut spending right now uh, will not be an impact on the long-term business viability of facebook So really, um, to be honest, um, I think that these are the types of opportunities that you'd want yourself to be in. It's actually a bit of a blessing in disguise, if you would like to call it that way, that the boycott ads um, would allow people who don't have Facebook to actually get an entry on an otherwise great secular long-term investment. Now, um, a lot of people have been um, asking me, um, what's my top secular trends or top companies and i think that the only way that i could share to you um these things is um me sharing to you a few things about um companies day in day out so i have youtube videos talking about companies that i like for that time which actually um I, i i delve deeper um when when i go into classes so every friday i have a sampler of my company profile classes I described uh, C Limited in one of my Friday classes, uh, which yielded 100% in a month. I wouldn't have known that uh, me uh, liking C Limited would result into 100% return in just a month. We released that video about May, and then now at June 26, uh, C Limited hit a high as high as 115. Uh, We were featuring it when it was priced at 60 below so um that could be attributed to luck but also i said um you know it's a bit of both there's hard work and a lot of luck too but um the reason why um betting on secular trends like uh, southeast asia and e-commerce uh player and strong gaming uh gaming is the reason why South, uh, why C Limited is really the Peranak version of Tencent. That's the title of our video. Um, my rule is that you know, um, I truly, truly believe in a few things like this. I'll share to you a few things in my mind. Um, okay, so um, in the last maybe eighteen months that I've been uh, trading the USA. Uh, I managed to get Pintuotuo at 19. Now it's about $90. Sea Limited at about 40, hit as high as 115. what 40 hit as high as 170 last year, fell to 68 this year, and then recovered back to about 130. Billy Billy, which we covered at 22, rose 100% to about 45 this year. Cooler, which is an online education pick at 10, went as high as about 35 this year. Uh, that would be just less than 12 months uh, holding period. That's about 300%. Yota, which is an online education spin-off from NetEase. We featured it at 14, uh, 14 Hong Kong last December 2019. Right now, by June, Yota is already trading at about uh, 30 eight thirty nine dollars i myself am very surprised i mean i like online education but for our online education picks to go 300 percent in just like six to twelve months that's really amazing just a few weeks ago we uh we actually covered some sports betting um picks like gan gan we picked gan to buy at about 17 to 18 some of us got at 17.6 it reached as high as 26 dollars The next two weeks, uh, right now it's trading at 24. We are getting feedback that GAN Limited is handling Tier 1 clients, not just the Flutter, FanDuel, which we already knew, and um, Penn National Gaming's, Day Trader Global's, uh, Barstool Sports. GAN Limited was also going to handle Churchill Down. like I think it's a $300 million casino client to help them go from brick and mortar to online. And then a lot of people now are discussing GAN Limited as a Shopify of online casinos, so that's a great thing because Shopify is a company that went 50 times your money in just five years, 18 to 900. Of course, uh, Spotify, we got in at about 150. Uh, We got in at about May and now by June, it's now hitting 280. Uh, uh, I think it went as high as $270. Uh, jd which we, we chose that 26 dollars a little bit like october or about september last year i think about july too. july june july we were covering jd at 26 uh it reached as high as about 60 dollars this year uh that is our e-commerce pick uh as well as pinto of course alibaba was also chosen at 165 dollars Alibaba's just about 215 now uh, it reached a high of 240 but um, Alibaba hasn't been um, as strong as a performer versus our Pintuotuo or our JD pick. NVIDIA did very well. Uh, NVIDIA, we chose it at 170 last year. Uh, I think it was something like September. Um, and then uh, right now, NVIDIA is already trading at 370 so that's more than 100%. Electronic arts we got in about ninety. Right now it's about hundred thirty, so that's about fifty percent. Shopify we chose it at three seventy five. Right now it's trading at nine hundred dollars. Okado, we chose it at one one. Uh now Okado is trading at about nine It reached as high as two thousand, two thousand two hundred uh earlier um around June and then uh, livongo chose it at 26 uh, never in my mind did i think that livongo would hit 70 but it is trading at 70 dollars now beyond meat i chose this at 63 uh we got a sell at about 150 to 200 last year uh it peaked at about 240 some of us re-entered at about 80 and sold somewhere at 100 bucks um it actually reached as high as um 160 this year so um We'll just retry uh entering beyond meat if it if we can get in below hundred since one sixty is a ten billion dollar market cap. It is quite expensive at one sixty above Zynga, uh we got in at about five fifty Zynga is now at about eleven dollars activision we are publishing buys at forty five as well as insider buying at forty five Activision is now trading at seventy five uh not yet hundred percent but about two tesla uh this was such a strong recommendation at 250 and 300 uh lo and behold tesla's now trading at a thousand uh but even at 750 to 850 i would uh say that dips would be bought mercado libre uh started buying at about 400 to 500 uh last year uh actually just this march uh yeah so meli mercado libre just march and april yeah and uh it traded as high as 950 this year at see we were covering this at $40. It reached as low as $30 during the COVID time, but now it's at $100. Some people who got in even at $70 still made money. Uh, Square, uh, to be honest, Square, I started liking this even below $70. It reached as low as $40, um, but now it's at $105. Stone Co., uh, we bought it at $25. It's now at $39. Do you we advertised this at eight dollars below now it's about eleven uh sony at five six yen now it's about seven thousand yen softbank at four thousand yen below um now it's about five five yen. nintendo at about thirty thousand yen last year now it's about fifty thousand forty five thousand yen uh facebook uh called a buy at one sixty five last year facebook's now trading at about 215 uh but yeah i think like if facebook fell below 200 it would still be a buy netflix uh at 267 300 last year now it's about 450 kellogg's at 60 dollars uh it went as high as 66 kroger we bought at 21 last year now it's trading at about 32 uh conagra 27 now it's 32 33 uh spotify 150 now it's about 270 estee lauder at 170 below it's now trading at 190 although it reached 210 as well nike at 67 uh it's now trading at 93 i thought uh it even went as high as 100 actually i thought 80 was already happy to sell so we we got in early here and we also sold early here should nike fall back below 80 i guess we'll try to re-enter again bauzon at 32 now at 40 zo at 12 rose as high as 14 15 uh, but now at, at about 13 baidu we covered this at 95 to 99 now it's trading at about 120 dollars. we still think it's gonna go higher uh, among those winners of course i also had some losers uh funko i thought it was a buy at 18 to 19 and even at 14 i'm wrong here uh, but i still continue to believe in the company funko's now trading at about 5.50 dollar 50 uh, Disney, I liked it at 100, 125. It went to 150, uh, but of course during during the COVID time, this is gonna lose. So we all sold at 120. Scientific Games is a casino software company. At 26, I thought it was a good buy. It reached as high as 29 and 30, but uh COVID pressures uh, made all the casinos uh, close down, and so um, all the infrastructure uh, that Scientific Games had done would have no um, casino players so nothing no revenues to speak of it fell as low as four uh, but it managed to make a rebound to 20. Uh, we started buying again scientific games at about 4 and 11. i think it went as low as three point something so we managed to catch uh, scientific games uh, at the real low Um, and then um, it went as high as 20. Uh, right now at 14 13 15 we're willing to buy scientific games to go back again to 20. Uh, young china we sold this on the back of the restaurant COVID reasons in china so uh sold already at 45. Uh, we got in here early like about 40 and now it's about it minus now it's about 50 like decent but it's not like super duper gain farfetch uh we actually sold this and bought it back uh we got in at again nine uh now it's trading at about 17 some of us sold early at about 12 uh but still it was a good win um turnaround play shentra uh we sell this we sold this um we bought it at about 180 to two some of us sold at three some of us managed to sell at four it actually reached as high as five um if it fo- falls near 350 i say that we would buy again Progeny, uh, market is still uh, taking a while. I'd say that uh, we're willing to buy Progeny at about 23 below, uh, but there are a lot of sellers at about 28 to 30 now, so it's more like a trading range for Progeny right now. In mode, we managed to sell at 45, haven't returned back, but I think 25, 26 below can be taken advantage of. CRISPR is now 73. Some of us, um, we started featuring CRISPR at 58, some of us weren't able to hold on through the volatility um right now it's about 78 i'd say that uh any dips of crispr at 73 or 68 might be a pullback to buy into Albemarle hasn't really risen up it's just 73 75 um uh we are still um belie- on the belief that uh all these tesla cars who use lithium-ion batteries will end up being a client of albemoral because albemoral handles all these um lithium ions for all the battery chargers uh electric battery chargers all around all the vehicles so um the point here is that of course i can't remember everything uh these are all just in my head i'm sure that i have mentioned and studied more than 200 companies that's always in a 10x secular trend but um it's impossible to trade all 200 Uh, but the point here is that um it's important to find companies that, uh, that are going to be uh, an outrageous surprise to the upside. Example, uh, what are the most outrageous surprises for people? I'll tell you a few things. In 10 years, I think that Tesla will be a trillion market cap. I also think that Netflix will be a trillion market cap. I think NVIDIA will be a trillion market cap. Tencent will be multiple trillions of a market cap facebook will easily be a trillion market cap now the question is those are the large caps you'd probably make 100 to 500 percent returns on them uh, because some of them have already grown but then the beautiful thing about secular trends is that there are also hundreds of companies that's gonna 100x your money whether you think that's wild or not it really could be i mean is spotify if you bought it 150 dollars could it go a thousand dollars could it be a thousand five hundred dollar company in ten years in my view um how many people will actually pay for a podcast in the future for an exclusive podcast uh, i surmise there's many and how many people will subscribe for very great artists that will be exclusive only in spotify the way warner music group used to exclusively be the only one handling ed Sheeran Right? Um, or Bruno Mars. What if accessing someone's music, what's exclusive to Spotify? You can't access it to Apple iTunes. You can't access it through Google's YouTube music. Just what if? I mean, not saying all the music, but just partial. Let's say I'm Bruno Mars. I want to share like just one, two, one or two new songs and only exclusively stream it on Spotify. What could that exclusive original be? And how about podcasts? Something like those lines. And I think that you will see that the world has very beautiful um, 10x companies. In fact, I'd like to share with you a few things. You know, when um, Dave Portnoy, he's now popular uh, during this um, COVID time, Davey, Day Trader Global, he actually talked about rooting for humanity. He actually said that stocks always go up. You know what? People laughed at him, but the truth is, I think he said something is true. Stocks always do go up in the long term if you have the right stock, assuming you have the right stock. And that's actually not even a daily day trader global comment. I really think that Warren Buffett said that. Warren Buffett said that stock markets, at least the index, would always go up because the index would compose of your top companies of the world. Like If you are buying the likes of Facebook, um, of course, stocks would always go up. But um, you have to think. Your mistake might be you're focusing on the day, not on the years. You have to realize a few things in your mindset. Change a few things. Focus on finding long-term winners. Ask yourself if that company is continuing to grow in a secular trend. Is it growing in the payments field? Is it growing in the e-commerce field? Is it growing in the gaming field? Is it growing in its niche? In its um big, big niche, which has 3 billion people helping the businesses go online with a partnership with Shopify? Why do you need to get Facebook at the lowest low? Are you Superman? If you know that your entry can be fallible, it makes you actually think that why should I put 100% of my portfolio in one name when I could just bet on 30 names and put three percent portfolio size in fact if i really like the company i can always add next quarter or next year such that my three percent size could go six percent or nine percent over time so the reality is if you ladder on to your positions um, and have a decent thinking of probabilities not certainties just probabilities that you'd get winners let's say you choose 30 names and uh, 15 becomes great winners maybe 15s just becomes normal at least your great winners will overpower all your normal names that even lose money in in case like that and um, great winners always do that anyway when facebook bought instagram you know he was ridiculed he paid a billion dollars here 2012 for a picture company every other picture firm never had a billion dollar price tag but facebook bought that seven eight years later IG makes $20 billion revenues, all of that is actually profits, advertising, annually. If Facebook never acquired Instagram, Facebook would not be the powerhouse you know it today. In fact, I want to share to you a few things. You know, Nassim Taleb, he wrote the book, The Black Swan. He had this really powerful concept. He said, you can have a small idea, but very large result. Put a small bet on an unlikely outcome as long as the reward is 100 times larger. Now, I want to tell you this. Nobody would make a bet on an Elon Musk in year 2011, neither in SpaceX in year 2011. You could have bought Tesla at $17 because Elon Musk wanted to go to Mars and Elon Musk said that I'm going to create an electric car. But you know what I've learned even if you don't bet on amazon at year 2001 even if you just made a bet on amazon in year 2010 you know what you'd have still made 800 percent on your money 10 years easily and sleep better i understand it may be hard to bet on amazon in 1999 or 2001 or 2002 but at 2010 the numbers were there So why the fuck do I care if someone else has Tesla at $100 or $200? And let's say you're paying $700. If you think that the direction is to go upwards, then why the hell should you wonder where it has been? Is it an outrageous surprise if 100,000 people actually bought a $100,000 car? And how much revenues is that? Compute a hundred thousand times one thousand is a hundred million dollars ten thousand is a billion dollars and a hundred thousand is ten billion dollars now how many companies would love to have a ten billion dollar revenue stream right now would you pay for a company that would sell cars and sell a hundred thousand cars a year and maybe sell 1 million cars someday would it be natural for it to have 100 billion revenues do you remember when nobody cared when iphone launched and yet iphone sold 6 billion smartphones from 2010 to 2020 10 years i just want you to reflect on a few things It doesn't matter if somebody has Facebook at $50 and you're entering $200. The question is, is Facebook going to be $500 in the next five years? You answer that question. Tell me. I have a question for you, a few things. Great winners, I know, will have their pullbacks. And whenever they pull back you actually need to be aware that you have to buy these companies that you want. The reason why some companies are pulling back big is because not a lot of people understand the short term. I remember when Facebook fell from 200 to 130 because of the Congress scandal about the privacy data issue. But I myself told myself, you know what? I'm on Facebook. I know Facebook sells my data for advertising. I admit, and so that's that. That's their business model. They'd sell my medical health record someday if I would publish my medical health record there. Some insurance companies would pay for my medical health records. Hell, I want to be paid for that. Maybe my privacy data, somebody has to pay for that. But the point here is that We have all these platforms for free. So Facebook gives you your free Facebook. You can free communicate with people. And in exchange, I'll have your data and sell your data. Now, um, what I'm saying is that all these 10,000%, 1,000% journeys, it sure looks like, wow, it's such a hard thing to do. People used to tell me, you know, in 2019, people said, what? You're investing in USA 10 years after the bull market, 2009. And people said, no, Nikki, you can't buy any company that will go 100%. But look what what happened. I got C-Limited. I got Roku. I got pentuoto, I got Coolern. I got Yotao. I got Stone Co. You know, Square went up. Twilio went up. Fastly Datadog went up. Beyond Meat went up. Zoom Video went more than up. I mean what am I saying here you have to know that um, this is something that I need to explain to you in my belief this is something that most traders don't know but I really really have to share it Um, I believe that um, nobody nobody really tells you this okay so I'm gonna tell you this holding winners is more powerful than learning how to cut a loss the fact that you've always been cutting losses tells me that number one you do an awful job in stock picking because real people who know how to choose stocks do not need to keep losing money you cannot pick stocks well if you keep on finding losers in a market that's making all-time highs you know i can understand losses in a weak market but that is hard to justify in a market where plenty of technology winners are going strong. Now, I'm not saying you're stupid, but I just need to focus that, you know, you set your eyes on winners and leaders. Because if you keep trying to make money on weak industries, it's never going to make any value to you. I never discussed much about weak industries because we don't have any plans to make peanuts. Peanuts. We want to grow with winners now you know what i truly believe that winners will outperform all the losers in your life in fact one winner can wipe away all those losses if you only have one simple rule when you have a winner do you actually know how to hold on to your winners actually holding a winner is very hard to do now i'm not asking you to close your eyes but when you have a company double, you know, a lot of us had Zoom video at 80 to 88. How many of us held until now? 250. Some of us sold at 150. So the point here is that, you know, um, holding winners, and literally, I mean it, it's different when you're holding because ipetka. Ipet means you're stuck. No, that's not it. A true investor actually knows how to hold a winner and go years and years and years so many people knew Amazon was a buy right but how many people actually held it for 20 years how many now a lot of people said that you have to learn how to cut loss now of course I'm gonna tell you if you know how to cut the loss and you know how to hold winners that makes you in the enviable group of super great investors i'm not saying that you don't need to know how to cut the loss you have to there are times when you really have no choice but to cut a loss but the goal is really simple can you hold winners though can you really hold winners because that's very hard everyone can't hold winners so my view is, if you want to hold your winners longer, I said that maybe you have to go through the coffee can approach. The coffee can approach is to diversify to many winners. With a coffee can approach, I think this coffee can is something like a European idea, wherein uh, it's similar to the Filipino notion of pamana stock. What is a pamana stock? Pamana means inheritance. Um, you know, if you're a winner, like let's say you've bought... Um, Let's say you've bought Netflix at about fifty dollars. That would be about ten years ago. Now, can you imagine if you bought Netflix about twenty years ago? Twenty years ago, Netflix traded as low as a dollar, a dollar that's now four hundred fifty dollars. So that means that you've made four fifty x your money in twenty years if you just simply held even just one thousand shares. So, like, let's say you put a thousand dollars. At fifty, let's say you're not that bright. You didn't get in at a dollar. You did get in at fifty. Fifty dollars you bought. Let's say you didn't have a thousand shares. You didn't have fifty thousand dollars. So let's just say you got to buy just uh, you know, a decent amount of money, twenty five thousand pesos or five hundred dollars. So you bought ten shares of Netflix, fifty five hundred dollars, and you let it de- stay there with the long-term mindset that I believe that Netflix will be a streaming giant because of this, 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 this. Now, you're not going to close your eyes. You're not going to buy and hold and just buy and hold. You're going to buy and hold, but you have to balance it knowing what's happening with a company. When you like what's happening in the company, you buy more and you buy more. A winner, you buy more. Let's say over a course of time, you got in at 50, you got in at 100, you got in at 200. You even got in at 300. So maybe your 10 shares became 50 shares. And uh, eventually, 50 shares, your purchase price from 50, 100, 200, 300, became 300, uh, your cost became about... 350 plus 300 is 650 divided by four that would be so your average cost is 162.5 now facebook uh, sorry netflix is trading at 450 dollars, and the streaming world hasn't finished yet we're just talking about just 14 million subscribers in india and it's growing very well internationally first netflix took over america now they're taking over the world How many Southeast Asians are subscribing towards Netflix? How many Indians? How many? If you think that they could grow another 100 million subscribers, another 200 million subscribers, even a 100% growth would mean a strong move in that company for the next five years. So I ask you, what happens to the person who bought 50 shares, 10 shares each month, or 10 shares each year you know 50 shares times uh, four fifty dollars let's say it, he ends up selling it at thousand dollars five years in the future so um 50 shares will be worth fifty thousand dollars you know what fifty thousand dollars can buy five years from now a lot not a lot of money but still a lot and it all started with a simple investment on Netflix a great company that everybody liked and loved with great fundamental strength, great secular trends, and great management. Now, I'm not saying that um, you have to invest a lot. Do you know how uh, venture capitalists make money? Do you know how uh, Nassim Taleb makes money? They make money just by the fact that um, they know that if they made a 5% or 10% bet, if they won, they'd make 10x returns. So um, you have to focus on thinking that you're, you're better off having 30 companies that are your future bets of a 10x return rather than putting it all in on Facebook or NVIDIA, even if I truly like these companies. You know what? Because one day nobody would expect that disney's theme parks would be closed for six months and of course that sent disney shares down now maybe this is an opportunity for some of you who see disney as a global giant a streaming giant that can rival a big company like netflix and if you could buy disney at a hundred dollars and make even just a hundred percent in the next three years wouldn't you want that wouldn't you want a global giant and put just $500, five shares of Disney at $100? For Filipinos who don't know this, I'm sharing my Spotify. This is free. My YouTube channel is also free. Why do I educate? Why do I share? Number one, the power of having great winners in your portfolio is truly wonderful. I can sleep well at night knowing what I bought. I can sleep well at night knowing that i have the best in the world not just in a country not just in america not just in the philippines i'm talking about the world it helps me sleep well at night knowing that i did the right thing for myself for my parents and especially for my future children i want them to know that they are investing in strong secular winners If my belief is that streaming is a future, I should invest in the best representation of that future. Nobody was believing in Billy Billy, the anime central of China, but Billy Billy has streaming hours a lot. Billions of people watch Billy Billy's animes and movies, and esports content in Douyu has 100% surges in base. Now, you know what, a subscription-based business model to me is really nothing more than the business of having a happy customer. If that Netflix customer didn't like the shows, he would unsubscribe. And that's the business of Netflix. That's the business of Spotify. That's the business of even Amazon. Amazon Prime is a subscription service. Everyone today has a subscription business. You could have your own YouTube subscription business. You could ask people to subscribe to you and pay you for a fee if they would want to. This is the same business of many content creators. It's just that you may not have realized that even if all you did was just follow somebody on Twitter or on Facebook or on YouTube, it was up to them on how to monetize that following. Some people with millions of followers would never monetize this, and that's okay. But some of us who have lost our jobs would need to make some money somehow, or even if we never really lost our jobs, we can have multiple streams of income. Nothing wrong, even if you only have a thousand true fans, even just a hundred. The point here is that you have to know that if you have something good to share, you don't have to be a rocket scientist. Remember what I just shared ago? He was a poet. He was 26 years old. He loved to share his gifts of just sharing stories, telling stories. You know, I follow him on YouTube, and that's it. There are people who love to stream games, and they make money streaming hours and hours of games, and that's wonderful for them. Um, People create games. uh, You know, Tencent started as a gaming studio, shanghai moonton is a small firm but now is like um moonton is a moba massive online battle arena mobile creator and game developer and um mobile legends bang bang is the most heavily played in indonesia and in the philippines and it was founded just 2014 six years ago with the leadership of justin yuan based in shanghai china um you know what there's a Filipino, Shenmenta Um He streams because he loves playing games and he gets paid for it. That's the passion economy. You have to find what you love to do and see if people are willing to actually um, pay for that. Some of our company profiles, like Razor, started out as a hobby. He was uh, 27 years old when he started the firm uh he was a gamer and so he wanted a better mouse better speed and that one product resulted to more products such that Razer today uh has a huge market share a niche for gamers gaming laptops gaming headsets gaming mice keyboards they can sell $200 mice and i said you know what this is the apple of gaming you know um The point here is that, um, what am I saying to you? Uh, I'm saying to you that um, there are a lot of jobs, a lot of opportunities. You have to believe that um, there's money for the person who actively seeks for it. Example, um, during this COVID-19 season, everybody needed masks and sanitizers. Now, not a lot of people have money to spend for 16, uh, six, you know, for masks every day, disposable. So some of them would want to go uh, buy a handmade mask and uh, buy it. And Etsy had buyers and sellers. And during the COVID time, uh, the handmade masks was strong. Like people were all buying masks and selling masks. In fact, that entire COVID time, Etsy became known as the mask provider for millions of Americans and not just Americans, maybe other people who access Etsy because Etsy has over 100 countries already. In fact, if you invested in Etsy, this is a company that went from $7 to $100. In fact, um, Etsy is a 10x company that we have been mentioning inside our class at $40 when it made an entry. I also said that, you know what? Even if you don't pay at 40, even if you pay at 70, you're still gonna be correct. The point here is that um, whether you're selling masks or gifts or novelties, Etsy won in that niche versus Amazon Marketplace. People who had a handmade uh, necklace, a handmade shoe, a handmade t-shirt, a handmade mask. all of these items enabled homemade businesses flourish helping the platform make money and the people in return etsy is a platform for people to buy and sell whether it be just um something that they created at home so really um i just wanted you to look around you what are the 10x companies 10x trends that you are seeing because that's really just how i made money and that's how i share to my class let's say you're watching um content online everybody watches fortnite uh, at least like a lot of people not everybody but a lot do you know how that content gets delivered to you it's called the cdn content delivery network how is it possible that somebody in the philippines can see content without lag the answer there is cdns content delivery network There will be POPs, uh, point of process. It's basically them cloning um, parts of the website or even the mobile apps so that when you view it, low latency, you don't have to load it anymore and so forth. You might think that that is um, pretty intuitive, but um, Akamai has been doing that for the last 20 years. In fact, a company right now which is um, doing that is Fastly. It went from 11 to 80 with their clients as Shopify, Stripe, Pinterest, and so forth. Uh, it's really just enabling you to have a faster uh, loading time when you're viewing things inside the app. Mobile app, mobile games, whatever it may be. Whether you're using um, Garena's partner is Akamai. Right now, uh, Akamai also had a partnership, I think, recently with Amazon. So um, the point here is that there are winners, you just probably never knew. Or maybe you knew it, you never acted on it. How many of you know that um, online betting is a big thing? So let me tell you a few things. Uh, we mentioned GAN. GAN is a business-to-business software provider for online gambling. Specifically, GAN offers a player account management solution which handles the entire tech stack for every online casino, including player registration, payments, legal compliance, game content management, and more. Now, any casino would want to partner with GAN because GAN could put up online your casino, whether it be Caesars Entertainment or Las Vegas Sands or Wynn Casino, uh, and they will handle everything at the back. The casino would still need to handle the marketing and customer service, but everything is fairly plug-and-play. GAN's model is almost similar to Shopify, it's just that their target market is the online casinos, and they want to be the tech platform for the gambling e-commerce side. In exchange, GAN will get a cut of the total gambling revenue. Now, if that gambling revenue is... 100 million dollars, GAN would get 10 million dollars because GAN takes 10% cut on the gross revenue. And you know what? GAN is just trading a billion dollars. A billion dollar company that has a potential to make a billion dollars of sales and earnings easily. So isn't that a great company? In 2019, casino partners that GAN had generated 315 million dollars of gross revenue such that GAN earned $30 million, 10%. Impressively, uh, GAN is very profitable even at just $300 million gross revenue. So recently, they have new customers. Um, I think GAN got Churchill down, which is said to have about $300 million in gross revenues a year. GAN already has the best uh, customers like FanDuel uh, for sports betting, Pan national gaming for sports betting too. So um there's a lot of ideas to think about. You could make money on sports betting, you could be you know, you could make money on e-commerce, mobile payments. But I do believe that you need to surround yourself with people thinking about opportunities and returns. Because if you surround yourself with mega people who think that the market's just gonna crash every day. You won't even try to search. You'll just say, oh, it's depressing. I'm late. Everything's late. I'm sorry. I'm not going to invest. If I had that thinking, I wouldn't buy uh, Pintuoto at 19. I wouldn't buy JD at 26. And you know why I made money here? JD was 26 because of a rape scandal, but their gross margins were expanding. The CEO was embroiled in a rape scandal, and I knew that it had no effect in the gross revenues of the company and i had a chance to buy below 40 dollars because it was trading at 40 uh, before the scandal and it traded as low as 20 and i had a chance to enter at 26. now um there are companies right now that are suffering for lots of reasons you might tell yourself hey should i buy disney at 100 my answer there is yes while nike would lose money this year and they reported their losses wouldn't you want to buy Nike if it fell 70 or $80? I'd say yes. Um, there are companies that are, um, you know, um, the thing about making money is that you have to be uh, focused on finding the stocks that would turn a $10,000 sum into a million dollars. You really have to think that way. The reason why I spotted Etsy at 40 was at that point in time, Etsy was being killed. It traded from 70 all the way to about 40, because they gave free shipping, and they bought an acquisition of Reverb, which cost a lot of money. And people said that Etsy was spending that money in acquiring a company, very haphazardly, which I said, no. Uh, Reverb is a music novelty item that, pe- that, that was a great fit to Etsy um music like guitar selling guitars is a uh, is something that you could sell online and um of course um sh- free shipping free delivery would enable more shoppers to continually go to Etsy and that really was happening even um 6 months later and more more most especially when the covid-19 mass was also happening free shipping free delivery and all of these people were of course shopping and shopping in Etsy now um if i wasn't studying how would i know that now um according to china passenger car association tesla already sold 11,095 of its made in shanghai model 3 electric sedans to china-based customers in may this was a an increase of 205 percent from april due to covid19 how many cars would tesla sell this year is it a hundred thousand cars How many would they sell next year? So I'm asking you this. Um, If a company can make $10 to $100 billion of revenues, can it be considered a trillion-dollar company? In my view, it's not a super wild bet because this is a company with less risks already. In actuality, in just six months of 2019, um, Tesla put a zip to all the cash burn problems because of the massive cash chest that they got, uh, of course, by selling share prices of Tesla when it rose above 700. And um, it was a proven move for Tesla because now they can um, have the cash to uh, for their factories, right? Um, they had the delivery of made-in-China cars already started. They fixed the Shanghai Gigafactory. They finished it in 168 days. So the production of the cars are there. So um, think about it. A billion is nine zeros. Ten billion is ten zeros. A hundred billion is eleven zeros. One trillion is twelve zeros. Now let's forecast a bullish case. If we have one percent of the population affording a Tesla car and assume only a billion adults are there in the world, then that's ten million people. Now, if only 1% of these 10 million people um, are going to be the first buyers, that would be 100,000 people. Now, do you think that 100,000 people, early adopters, how much is 100,000 people times $100,000 cars? That would be $10 billion revenues. Now, if one thing can be said about this car... This company has free marketing, with billionaires themselves buying, lining up, and paying, and making reviews. You've probably seen or not seen the Jay Leno Tesla um, model um, review for the latest Model Y, the $62,500 car. Now, I'd like to say that uh, you might want to watch it to see it for yourself. Tesla never needed marketing. They already sold 100,000 cars prepaid in China. So $10 billion revenues was already uh, prepaid. I mean, all they just need to do is produce those cars which Chinese billionaires want. And that's just 0.1%. 100,000 versus 1.5 billion people in China is less than one percent, point 0.1% of the population. You must understand the law of math. Although 99.9% of China is not going to easily have the money to splurge on $100,000 cars. This is cheap for some of the richest 0.1% of the people who afford $150,000 Porsche Titans or something more expensive. You see, um, it's very important for you to know some math when you are betting. It's kind of like poker. You have data. Why not use it? you have to you miss opportunities when you don't study people who kept on thinking that Netflix was not gonna um, be able to beat Disney lost because um, I bought Netflix 267 and 300 Netflix now is 450 because in the streaming world Netflix is the winner here and even if Disney streaming plus which will be a winner too is gonna be a winner in the next five years or next year it doesn't mean that Disney streaming plus would kill Disney or I mean Disney streaming plus would kill Netflix it's not it's not going to change the fact that everyone will watch your YouTube everyone will watch your Netflix everyone would watch your Disney in a way what about HBO Max wouldn't it also be winning hunting for a hundred baggers is completely independent of whatever is happening in the market you should never stop looking for a hundred baggers whether it's a bear market or a bull market You have to devote your time to stock research and focus your efforts on the big game. Who are the 100 baggers here? Because great stocks, and I tell you this, they spend most of their time near their 52-week highs. It's very rare to truly get a great business at dirt cheap prices. Sometimes you get a 25% drop, 30% drop. The COVID-19 drops of about 50% were rare occurrences for you to get Amazon at 1.6, now it's 2.7. The point here is that, you know what? You have to catch great companies. People say, oh, you're catching a falling knife. And I said, no, you don't fight technology. You know what? People like to say, I'm not going to fight the Fed. But the reality is, it's not the Fed that you have to think about. You don't ever want to fight a secular trend winner because secular means secular. I hope you learned something and um, I truly love doing these podcasts and hope to see you again sometime. Thank you. Bye.